Anterior pelvic tilt is not a diagnosis. It is an observation and it has been plaguing you for too long. It has been convincing you that it is the reason for your pain, that it is a problem and it isn't. And I'm going to dispel all of that today. My name is Dr. Grant Elliott, and we have helped thousands of people around the world fully recover from low back pain, disc herniation, sciatica through our one-on-one online coaching program. And in this episode, number 132 of the Low Back Pain Podcast, I'm going to go over why anterior pelvic tilt is not causing you pain. It is not a problem and why you need to forget about it today so that you can move on and actually get results with your low back pain. Real quick, if you have not joined my private Facebook group yet, you need to do so. It is called Rehab Fix Low Back Program. And immediately upon joining, you will receive our free step-by-step Sataka guide. This is the same process that we have taken thousands of our clients through around the world to identify exactly how to fix their Sataka and ultimately become pain-free through a one-on-one coaching program. In this group, you will be able to see our clients and what they're doing for success and additional resources and more free guides. So if you're serious about fixing your back, you need to join this group, Rehab Fix Low Back Program. See you soon. Okay, so why is anterior pelvic tilt not a reason for your pain? I'm gonna go through multiple layers here, so I want you to stick with me, and we're gonna go over some exercises that you can start to begin today as well. So first off, anterior pelvic tilt is simply an observation for the way that someone is standing. It is a temporary position. And what we know is that common positions and common postures do not cause pain. It is not supported to be a reason for pain. I'm going to challenge you in saying that most people are standing in an anterior pelvic tilt because they are in pain. The pain is causing them to stand that way, right? It's the chicken or the egg. Okay. Is that person in pain because of their anterior pelvic tilt or are they standing in anterior pelvic tilt because they're in pain? This is called intelligent posture. If you are trying to avoid a position of pain, you're going to move your body to try to avoid that, or it's going to force you to stand or move a particular way because the other movement might be painful. So this could just simply be a compensation for the pain that you're already experiencing, but a non-evidence-based provider, an old school provider might look at you and say, oh, you're in pain because of anterior pelvic tilt. And that's just not true at all. All right. So if someone is in pain, they could just be standing that way because they're trying to avoid the pain. Now let's take someone who is not in pain, but is observed to stand in anterior pelvic tilt. Like myself, I stand this way. I've been like this my entire life. So now if I've already been like this my entire life, what if all of a sudden I started dealing with lower back pain? And then some PT or Cairo told me it was because of the way I stood. I need to fix that in order to be out of pain. Well, it's something I've had for my entire life. How am I going to fix something that I've had my entire life? Something that my body is totally adapted to. This is where the fallacy begins. If you can stress a muscle and it can adapt to become stronger, or would the same thing not apply to your tendons and ligaments and all joints and all of the tissues, right? If you've been standing in an anterior pelvic tilt for your whole life, because it is the way that you were made, it is the way that you've always stood, then your body has successfully adapted to that. That's the way you function. That is your neutral. That is the way that you operate and go about life. Your body's already adapted to that. It wouldn't all of a sudden be a problem one day. But many people in this situation, their pain is being blamed on that. It's actually something else. It's actually a different origin but they're just being looked at and go, ah, your posture's off, anterior pelvic tilt. 
and that's being blamed. And now you have this burden of thinking, oh, I've been this way my entire life. If I don't fix this anterior pelvic tilt, then I won't get better. Well, think about the tragedy that this is causing. Forever, you're just going to be thinking about the position of your pelvis. Oh my gosh, am I in an arch? Am I in an arch? Am I in an arch? And if you catch yourself in a pelvic tilt, you're like, oh my gosh, if I'm in a tilt, then I'm going to feel pain. I'm never going to get better. Good luck fixing something that you're basically designed to be in at this point, like myself. That would cause so much anxiety. That would cause so much worry to always be occupied But the way that you stand, oh my gosh, talk about stress. That's only going to make your situation worse. That's only going to cause more pain, more fear, and more anxiety. So we do not want to get caught up in these very common observations, the very common postures being blamed for the reason that we're in pain because it's just simply not true and it's not supported by the evidence. Now, I'm going to get into some exercises that could help your situation based on this finding. But first, I want to cite a study for us as well. There's a study done in 2002, and it covered the relationship between mechanical factors and low back pain. And guess what they found? They found that lumbar lordosis, so the curve of your spine, pelvic tilt, leg length discrepancies, right? Everybody's told their legs are unequal and crap like that. Uh, The length of their uh, hamstrings and their hip flexors were not associated with low back pain. Wasn't associated. What was associated muscle endurance, and weakness. Quick interruption. If you're listening to this podcast and you're resonating with the things that I'm saying and you're finally ready to be pain-free and you don't have a plan and you're not sure how to get there and you're just looking for that guidance, then visit the link in the description or the show notes below. You can schedule a free initial call with my team and we will actually go over your current regimen, go over what you should be doing, what you should not be doing, and how a better plan might potentially show you how to get to that pain-free state that you've been looking for so that you can get this over with and back to living your life. So if you're ready to finally figure this out, then visit the link below, schedule a call with us. Looking forward to helping you. Back to the show. So we know that anterior pelvic tilt is not a cause of low back pain. It is not the reason for your low back pain. However, here's where I'm going to give you some corrective exercises to work on it. Could it be advantageous in certain moments to not have that posture? The answer is yes. So you shouldn't be walking around the mall, freaking out about the way that you're standing. Oh my gosh, constantly trying to correct your tilt, right? Not a good idea, not healthy for you or anybody else. But when it comes to a performance-based context, such as exercising in the gym or in a sport, is there something that we might want to do to improve our pelvic tilt for performance-based activities? The answer is yes. We know that when we have a more stacked pelvic position, we are able to generate more power through our core. So this would be a good idea for people who are lifting heavy weight, deadlifting, squatting, different sports, anything where we're trying to have a lot of power output, we might want to have a better centrated position of our rib cage to our pelvis and reduce this tilt a bit. Walk around the mall, hanging out with your friends, whatever, Don't worry about your pelvic tilt, not the cause of your pain, not a concern, forget about it. But putting a barbell on your back, pulling something heavy from the floor, doing other lifts and sports-related activities, we might want to change the way we're doing these things. So there's two exercises that I want to give to you today that you can start to use to learn how to better control your pelvis, 
better control your tilt, better control your core, so that when you do these other exercises or sports, you're able to control your core better and be stronger and perform better. The first exercise that I love to give to people with an interior pelvic tilt that are trying to control it better, notice I'm not saying fix, that are trying to control it better and learn how to control their core, is what I call our anti-extension dead buck. You're going to position yourself on the floor, on your back, with your head just a few inches away from the wall. You're gonna push your hands into the wall, applying about 10 to 20 pounds of pressure per arm. And now you're gonna lift your legs up like you're performing a regular dead bug exercise, focusing on pushing the low back into the floor, keeping the low back flat on the ground, that's what's gonna engage the core the most, alternating one leg at a time, rotating one leg down and one leg up so that you can feel the core working while pushing into the wall. This is a great movement because the act of pushing into the wall typically makes individuals with anterior pelvic tilt want to arch their back more. But by practicing keeping the low back into the floor and keeping that low back pressed down, you are learning how to fight this urge and better stabilize and manage the position of your entire core for better positioning for additional strength or performance-based tasks. By practicing this, you will improve movements like pushing, overhead presses, overhead lifting. You will learn how to better control your core and your tilt when you're performing these kinds of exercises, which are very common positions that we're usually susceptible in if you are someone who has an anterior pelvic tilt. The second exercise I really like to learn how to control our core for anterior pelvic tilt is our bear position. In this position, you're simply gonna be on the floor, hands directly underneath the shoulders, knees directly underneath the hips, just like you're in a tabletop position. You're going to keep your entire back as flat as possible, and you're just gonna lift your knees off the ground a couple inches. That's it. And you're gonna hold this position for time while ensuring that your lower back does not fall into an arch. Now, I want you to imagine that in this particular position that there's a glass of wine on your lower back and you're trying not to spill it, right? If you don't spill the glass of wine, then you can drink it after. But if you spill it, ah, you got a messy stain. You don't want to mess with that. So that's a cue to help your lower back stay flat. Now, if you want to advance this bare position, then you can actually crawl while you do it too. You can crawl forward, back, and side to side. This is just another way to add more variability to this exercise to further train you how to keep your tilt managed, your core more engaged, in better spine positioning. These exercises will help improve your positioning when you're doing things like squatting or deadlifting or other sports so that you can have better force output, better stability, and possibly improve strength gains as well. So now you know how low back pain is not caused by anterior pelvic tilt. If you have been told this, stop going to whoever you're going, stop following that course of care and chase something that is actually addressing the root of the issue. Because if you've been told this, then most likely you probably haven't been seeing many results with what you're currently doing. You're probably still trying to fix your pelvic tilt, probably not seeing much benefit. Okay. It's time to try something else, try something different. That's going to address the root of the issue while also learning how to control your tilt during these lifts. But once again, even if you practice these exercises that I showed you today, that will not be a fix for the pain that you're experiencing. Most people with low back pain, they need a specific approach and plan that is based on the exact root of the issue 
that is causing the pain in the first place. Interpelvic tilt, not the cause, but is a, another observation or symptom that we can help manage throughout the process. So identify the root of the issue. Let's develop a plan for that. Forget about the anterior pelvic tilt, but then we can also train your pelvic tilt so that you have better positioning when we get you back into things like squatting and deadlifting and other performance-based tasks, because you should be able to do those things before you are done with our rehab program or anybody else's. You should be feeling strong and confident again in the things that you're doing so that you can be 100% done with lower back pain and you learned how you fixed it so you can keep yourself pain-free for the rest of your life because you need to be in control and we will be honored to have the chance to show you this plan and to develop this plan for you and guide your hand every step of the way. Once again, be sure to join my Facebook group, Rehab Fix Low Back Program, so you can get additional exclusive content and our free Sataka guide immediately upon joining. And you can look at the additional upcoming content that we are creating just for individuals in that page. It is a great way for you to join a community of serious, intentional individuals, and you can get to see some of our clients winning as well, so you can get a real idea of what is possible for you. If you are watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. If you are listening on your favorite podcast platform, please leave a five-star rating and review so we can grow this podcast and help reach more individuals who deserve to get results, who feel like they're spinning their tires and getting frustrated in doing so. As always, move more, move in nature, move in the sun. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.